Thanks for joining me for Genesis 27. It happened that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim, so that he could not see, he called Esau his elder son and said to him, My son. He said to him, Here I am. He said, See now I am old, and I don't know the day of my death. Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and take me venison. Make me savoury food, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat, and that my soul may bless you before I die. Rebekah heard when Isaac spoke to Esau his son. Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. Rebekah spoke to Jacob her son, saying, Behold, I heard your father speak to Esau your brother, saying, Bring me venison, and make me savoury food, that I may eat and bless you before Yahweh, before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command you. Go to the flock and get me from there two good kid of the goats. I will make them savoury food for your father, just as he loves. You shall bring it to your father that he may eat, that he may bless you before his death. Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Behold, Esau my brother is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. But what if my father touches me? I will seem to him as a deceiver, and I would bring a curse on myself, and not a blessing. His mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice. Go get them for me. He went and got them, and brought them to his mother. His mother made savoury food, such as his father loved. Rebekah took the good clothes of Esau, her elder son, which were with her in the house and put them on Jacob, her younger son. She put the skins of the kids on the goats of his herds and on the smooth of his neck. She gave the savoury food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son, Jacob. He came to his father and said, My father. He said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done what you asked me to do. Please arise, sit and eat of my venison, that your soul may bless me. Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found so quickly, my son? He said, Because Yahweh your God gave me success. Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. Jacob went near to Isaac his father, he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He didn't recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. He said, Are you really my son Esau? He said, I am. He said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison, that my soul may bless you. He brought it near to him, and he ate. He brought him wine, and he drank. His father Isaac said to him, Come near now and kiss me, my son. He came near and kissed him. He smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, Behold, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which Yahweh has blessed. God give you the dew of the sky and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and new wine. Let people serve you, nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers. Let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you. Blessed be everyone who blesses you. It happened, 
As soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob had just gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. He also made savoury food and brought it to his father. He said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of my, his son's venison, that your soul may bless me. Isaac his father said to him, Who are you? He said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Isaac trembled violently and said, Who? Then is he who has taken venison and brought it me, and I have eaten of all before you came and have blessed him. Yes, he will be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceeding great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, my father. He said, Your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessing. He said, Isn't he rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. See, now he has taken away my blessing. He said, Haven't you reserved a blessing for me? Isaac answered Esau, Behold, I have made him your Lord, and all of his brothers have I given to him for servants. With grain and new wine have I sustained him. What then will I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Have you but one blessing, father? Bless me, even me also, my father. Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Isaac his father answered him, Behold, of the fatness of the earth will be your dwelling, and of the dew of the sky from above. But your... By your sword will you live, and you will serve your brother. It will happen when you will break loose, that you shall shake his yoke from off your neck. Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father had blessed him. Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand, then I will kill my brother Jacob. The words of Esau, her elder son, were told to Rebekah. She sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Behold, your brother comforts himself about you by planning to kill you. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice. Arise and flee to Laban, my brother, in Haran. Stay with him a few days until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and get you from there. Why should I be bereaved of you both in one day? Rebekah said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife of the daughters of Heth, such as these of the daughters of the land, what good will my life do to me? It's a, such a fateful story of Esau losing everything. Isaac is 137 years old when this story happens. Bible doesn't tell us that. You've got to get a spreadsheet out and do your maths. And I didn't do that, but I got it from the um, Ellicott commentary. And that's apparently the most common mathematical interpretation. So if, if he's 137, and if his boys were born when he was 60, that makes these two boys 77. <laughs> and I'm just astounded by that because when I was in Sunday school and all the years since that I've read this story, I've always imagined these as being young men, you know, like in their 20s. 
no, these are, these are old blokes. <laughs> They're older than my dad. And here they are, you know, Jacob's being sneaky at the age of 77. Esau's going at hunting at the age of 77. Jacob's listening to his mother who is, you know, a hundred and, well, you know, she's probably around about a hundred at this point. So it's, a, it's an interesting just kind of twist on the way you've always thought of this Bible story. And Isaac, he's so old he can't see, but he actually lives another 43 years or so based on this age of 137. So it just makes the story be a little different to how you thought. But one of the things that really stands out in this story is how highly valued was the blessing. You know, we, we talk about blessings in church today and, and we think blessings are just a nice bunch of words. You know, we say, oh, God bless you and keep you and may his face shine on you and give you peace. And we think it's just a nice thing to say at the end of church. But, you know, here, these two boys were fighting over the blessing, almost tooth and nail, like Jacob was desperate to get it. Rebecca knew it was important. She, you know, she encouraged the deceit. Esau cried and wept bitterly and said, is there only one blessing? You know, they had a very different way of thinking about what blessing was. And we, we need to kind of adopt this attitude. The blessing is power. And... Um, I remember seeing a, an episode of The Amazing Race once where there's this team, uh, a man and a lady, Rob and Amber, they're from, a, from Boston, and everywhere they went in the race, they just had the best fortune. Things just worked out for them. And Rob laughed and said, oh, I'm so lucky. Well, something, something that is at work over his life, something is at work spiritually causing good to happen to him. Well, see, this is... You know, I'm not sure in his case what it is, but you know, some people just go through life where things are tough and things just fail all the time, things are broken. Well, there's words at work against them. So you can see that when there's a blessing at work in your life, um, it's, it's not as though the sky opens and coins rain in your lap, but no, it's, it's the course of your life is just different. You're running on a different train track. And the blessing is to be valued, the blessing of God. And these two boys knew it and they strove for it. But we often just despise it. We've got to stop despising it. And if you're a young Christian, you need to be seeking the blessing of your fathers. And this is your earthly father. He might not even, if he's a Christian, get him to pray for you, get him to bless you. But certainly go to your pastor and say, bless me, give me the blessing of God. And you take those words over your life and you believe them and you believe that God is speaking over you and that it's grace for you, it's power for you. We've got to believe that. But one of the things about this story is they actually believe there was only one blessing. They thought that Isaac only had one to give. We know that that's not the case. That was a mistaken thought, that actually there's a blessing for all of God's people. And, um, and I think that in this story, Esau reaped what he sowed. Like he had an attitude of ambivalence towards his inheritance. Like he had an attitude of dishonor towards his parents as well, which we've seen that in the last two chapters. And here I think he just reaped what he sowed. We don't condone Jacob's deceit. But, you know, he was, the Bible says later that Jacob, that God loved Jacob, but he hated Esau. And you'd have to say, well, how could God love this terrible behavior of Jacob? Well, what he, what he loved about Jacob was that desire to, to have the blessing, that, des, that appreciation, honor for parents. You know, he valued what came from his father, was Esau seemed to be indifferent. And when he did come to a point where he wanted something, the blessing, he, he had reaped what he had sowed and he missed out. And um, so I think 
you know, thank God, there's a blessing for us all, but we've got to have the attitude of Jacob in seeking it and not the attitude of Esau ambivalence and not caring. And then, of course, at the end of the chapter, Jacob is sent away to, and he, to get a wife from his own family, completely unlike Esau, who got a wife from the local women. And I have to, to wonder to myself why it took 77 years, you know, these boys were 77, for them to go, you know, to realize to go to their family and get a wife. Like, you know, with Isaac, he was 40 when his dad sent him off to get a wife. And I, we could read a lot into this, but I just think, you know, as parents, there's a place for speaking to our children and saying, this is right and this is wrong. And we don't know what Isaac said to his boys, but, uh, you know, either he didn't say much to Esau about, you know, not burying the local women or, or Esau didn't care. And um, so there's a lot we can learn from all of this. So Father, I ask that you give to us the attitude of Jacob insofar as he strongly sought the blessing of God and would do anything to get it. Let that attitude be in us and also lift our value and appreciation for what the blessing of God actually is. And Lord, we move far from our hearts the ambivalence that was in Esau in previous chapters. And I pray now, Lord, that your blessing would be upon us. What I'd like to do now in closing of this chapter is I would like to actually speak a blessing over you. I haven't planned any set of words, but, but this is going to be an addition to my prayer. And I would like you to believe to receive. I may not be your specific pastor, although it's possible I am, if you're a part of peace. But, you know, all around the world, we can receive the blessings that God gives us through his people. And I'm one of God's people and you're one of God's people. And here is a blessing for you if you choose by faith to receive it. So, Lord, I ask right now that you would bless this person that's listening to me by faith. Let your grace rest upon them so that they will walk through life circumstances with faith. Give them the ability to see the Lord and give them the ability to hear the Lord and to stern his voice. Lord, give them understanding of the ways of Christ. Give them the grace of the fear of the Lord and let them find success in walking with Christ and give them victory over the schemes of this world and let them walk over temptation and let the schemes of Satan fall down before them. And Lord, I just pray that they would have grace to be a blessing to others. And so bless them. Let them be rich. Let them be endowed with goodness. Let them prosper. Let them have shalom. Let the peace of the Lord be upon them and let out of the richness and the wellness of all these things, let them flow to others. Let them not have a spirit of poverty or a hard heart, but let them have a soft heart and a heart of generosity towards others. So I bless you in Jesus' name.